roses are red, violets are blue, as Mimi would say. What do you do, baby boo? I like you. Do you like me too? And this is kind of where I insert the dot, 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 because I'm leaving y'all on a cliffhanger for the next intro that I do. Woo! Everybody snap. All right. So today we are about to get into some things. All I want to say is listen with your ears and an open mind. We are discussing a touchy topic. Isms are never comfortable. So we just want to say, you know, homies, give our guests some grace. Just keep in mind that they are telling us a story from their reality. So their reality is from their, their perspective. All right, let's get into it. Ladies of Raw. Yay. And we're back. And for we're another back. episode. Season three. A request We've been going episode. strong, by the way. I just want to say, can we just take a moment and, and just... pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. I, I'm actually patting myself the pats, on the back right now. But Hold on, this wait. has been good. What about a round of applause? I did a round of applause. Yeah. Okay. We've been doing good. This has been a good season. It's been a great season because we was gone for so long. Yeah. We, we definitely came back swinging, for sure. We came back. Yeah. And Those then we punches. came back, and then today is special because today is a requested topic. That we don't be doing. Well, no, we ask people, like, what do y'all want to hear? What do y'all want to talk about? But we sometimes ask people who the we ones value. who be here keep a G, they be whack. And we be like, what the fuck are we not talking about that? We don't want to talk about I that. Or I be thinking y'all ain't been with us since day one, and y'all need to go back because we probably already talked about right, it. Right, that's that part. Then we probably unfollowed your page. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we probably unfollowed you. No, I'm we playing. We're going to get into these did. days of the week, and then we're going to introduce our lovely right, you do guests. Tea this time. I do tea. Or we could just say tea, hold it down, rep it. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay. okay, so it's your girl Mimi bringing you Motivational Mondays with Mimi every Monday. Um, I'm that coffee with the cream. I'm Starbucks. Y'all should sponsor me. Ew. And Okay, I'm sorry. You love Starbucks. I am getting off of it. It is so not healthy for you. All right, here we go. This is her pro-blackness coming out. Because <laughs> no, it is I'm not. I'm sure it she said some, some episode, that some Instagram post that said, hey, guys, do you know this is what's in Starbucks drinks? Cancer. Okay, it's a lot of process out there. Cancer everywhere. Starbucks is the main one. Okay. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, I'm that first post of She's the week, and um, y'all know how I come with it. I'm that chocolatey goodness. Yeah. Okay. So for tea, you know, she's ink. tea time with tea on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, she gives you anything that's hot and new in the news. And Dee, what are you? A lot. I am. While out Wednesdays working, Wednesdays while we're out. Okay. She's while out Wednesdays. Work it Wednesdays. And we know that's like pertaining to jobs. We said we were going to try a workout, but these heifers don't want to work out on camera. First off, I'll get on there and do something, but I'm not going to do it alone. Like, we could, instead of Thirsty Thursday, we could do, like, a workout Wednesday, but nobody want to work out on camera because they don't want to I just want to be transparent. I'm paying for a membership that I'm not using. That at the I'm beginning just saying, of the season, you can record yourself working out, and we can post that as content on the page. At the beginning of the season, I joined kickboxing, and I haven't been in, like, two months. She needs to go back. I'm wasting my money. You are. Take advantage. But shout out to, to Rockbox. Okay. Oh. 
Rock box, kickbox. Shout out to Wednesdays. My goal is just to really motivate people and keep them encouraged and get through the rest of the week. Wednesdays are, I like Wednesdays because we're closer to Friday. Thursday is my favorite day, though, because I'm like, yes, Friday, and then we have the weekend. Yeah. But um, anyways, and then Thursday, Thursdays, y'all know sometimes we like to hop on live. We have little, we are flexible with that as well. And yeah. Fridays, we typically are posting our guests and things of that nature. But anyways, so... We have guests. We have guests. I'm so excited. I'm so excited they came on, and they're going to introduce themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you have any businesses that you would like to promote, that's cool. If not, cool. Or if you like for people to know your social media or not, it's up to you. It's okay Um, if you're private. Because typically what we do is, like, tag people... Um, but that's like typically if people want to be tagged, it's because they want to promote other stuff they got going on yeah. on social media. But mm-hmm. it's totally up to you guys. But anyways, you can introduce yourselves. I'm Candy. Okay, Candy. And I'm her husband, Terrence. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, why? Right. <laughs> I love Sorry, it. Sorry, we don't get we get excited when we have males come because like. Obviously, like, our show is Real Ass Women Podcast, and we talk a lot about women because we're talking about us and our perspectives and just, I mean, we can't speak to a man's point of view because we obviously see the world differently. So when we have males here, we get excited because we be like, yay, we finally get to get a male perspective because a lot of time women, we on the same page. Yeah. And, you know, it's just good because men be like, "Mm, no, that's not how we think or no, that's not how we feel. That's what y'all assume and y'all emotions involved. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. But (laughs) we like, we like, because it brings balance. It brings balance and balance is necessary. And we want y'all to be heard even though a lot of times y'all might feel like we really not listening or we don't, we might listen, but we don't care. Or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But definitely do. So all we ask what I guess is that y'all make sure y'all stay in the mics. And um, because we've had episodes where some guests are like, I didn't hear myself. And we're like, it's nothing wrong with the sound. It was you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because you're going to hear this voice. That's that cheerleader. Per. Period. So what are we talking about today, D? So today we are talking about a highly requested episode about interracial dating. All right. Give it up for the people in the back. Woo, woo. We make our own sound effects, but next season we gonna get sound effects. I'm, we growing. I'm that person. I'm we gonna growing. give you the sound effects. If y'all want a sound effect, y'all want to put a little sound effects in there. Feel free. Yeah. Okay. Don't be nervous. Okay. So Shannon actually was our homie that requested this episode, and this is what I said to her when she said it. She, she asked for it last season, and I was like, Shannon, we're not even popular. You're gonna get us canceled. But that was me being scary yeah. because I was like. I don't want to offend nobody, and I don't. I don't want to offend my friend, but I said, if it's me, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And God sent you. No, <laughs> you yeah. have to get deep. <laughs> no, I'm for real because you do have to have people who open. Yeah, you do. And you do. Some people feel like it's not even that big of a deal. And see, like for us, our goal on our platform is to always just have real, transparent converse- conversations, and most importantly we are really big on being educated and informed. Like, we had an episode about being in poly relationships, but nobody poly was here. And so we were speaking with a lot of assumptions and questions, and it would have been nice to have somebody who has a different perspective about it and because then they would educate us because we all were kind of like, eh, no, we ain't interested, we ain't doing that. Well, you know, some people, Meante was kind of like, I mean, I'm just saying, educate me. If it make it make sense, then I don't know what I might like, you know. So we was just like, it would be nice to just, if you have people, because if you guys weren't here, we would be sitting here like, well, we wonder how how they feel. Or we wonder. I don't know if we would have did the episode. Yeah, we wouldn't have done it. 
So we appreciate y'all. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate Thank y'all, y'all for so, having us. Yeah, yeah. Of, of course. Mimi, you go first. If you got questions, I'll let you open it up. Well, I was actually trying to figure out where I wanted to start because everything seems so... Okay, I think a good way to start is first by identifying, because um, we know your names, but names don't tell us, like, your race. Let's start talking oh, about yeah, just, true. like, race and how you identify. Go ahead, boo. So what do you, what do you mean by, like, how do you... Like, are like, you an Asian man? Are you an Indian yeah, man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to be called a man? Like, no, I'm yeah, joking. No. I'm joking. But no, Seriously. that's real, though. You know, we, we had, just had, we had an episode about that, too. So, yeah. but no, anyways. but no, I, I am a black man. Um, okay. That's how I... Um, classify what I like to be called. So, oh, man. That's right. Don't even try to Okay. Fine, chocolate cell. Exactly. And I am a white female. Okay. 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 All right. Why do we keep saying the same things? Because we've been, y'all, we've been friends such. for a long time. So, <laughs> we've been friends for a long okay. time. Okay. Sixth grade. All right. Okay. So, when it comes to dating, let's say this. Is this your first relationship dating outside your race? No. No. Oh, wow. wow. That means a lot. That so does. obviously we're married, but right. we have other, we have had other relationships with different races. So oh. t- so there's experience. They're not just marriage, but correct. Also, what else, wow. have, what else have you dated, Terrence? Uh, I've just, just white and, and black. That's all I've, I've Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Candy? I've dated white and black. Okay, I thought y'all was about to say Sorry. like. Sorry, oh, no. I mean, no, you're fine. You're and fine. I have never dated outside my race. Okay, I forgot we in this conversation too. Yeah. Um. Mm, never. Okay. Well, never. I have dated um Hispanic before. Mm-hmm. Terrence looking like what's that? No, <laughs> no. <I'm not. laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, I have. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to get into like where they're from, like Honduras. Um. But that was a long time ago, so they don't really, really count count. But I'm just saying, I, I've I've dipped my toe. Right, right. Well, I, I mean, but dip. y'all said dating. I mean, I hooked up with a Hispanic. Okay, well, okay. I've I'm never. Just, I, well, you yeah, know, no. so for me, I feel like I don't know if this is just like I've kind of always been intimidated. Wow, intimidated about of what? I don't know. That's the thing. I I don't know like where like the intimidation comes from. Well, too, I never like. Went to school. We went, so I went to a predominantly like black and Hispanic schools. So that was typically around. So, but there was mm-hmm. none like none. Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, I would date him. You know what I'm saying? But maybe that's why. Maybe it comes. Maybe what comes into play might be schooling or area or maybe it's my area. What you're around? Like there were not. There weren't no like fly. You know what I'm saying? I you have to be. And then I feel like if you like a different like you really gonna have to pop out for me. Okay. I don't know. So what what makes I just felt intimidated. One, I don't know your culture. Like, what if you speak another language? Okay, That's well, I'm gonna start first, and then y'all can follow me. So when I dated outside my race, and I dated a Hispanic guy, I felt like, and as older, I've done some online dating. I'll just keep it hot, and I've attracted Hispanic men, and I thought, okay, listen. <laughs> I know a little Paquito. Paquito, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, see, we about to re- get real stereotypical. Okay, I'm just saying, and, I know and, a little and, and a little offensive because I was about to go there with you, <laughs> y'all. The Andre, I was about to, I was about to say something crazy. I don't care. I'm gonna say, I was about to say, oh, I like, I like tacos. No, okay, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. But I get saying. what you're saying though, because it's like at least I know I can cook. Because everybody don't like soul food. 
Everybody don't like soul food. Who don't like soul food? Girl. No, it, oh. mm. Listen. I'm just saying. I was going to say, because then it, it depends on where you live. We, yeah, that's a whole other thing, but... You the know, point on, is, on the West, they don't believe in it. Like, unhealthy. They just they be, like clean eating. Yeah, they don't believe in it. But I just be like, where's the Lowry's? Where's the, the neck bones and the collard greens? They be like, here's some salt and pepper. And don't bring me that bland food. You got to get all the seasoning. Right. Don't, don't bring they me don't no bland food either. They don't believe in it. But go ahead. What was but, you saying? So, yeah, so um, attracted Hispanic men, and I felt like, okay, I was attracting men, and it's their culture, so I'm not being, a, you know, I'm not. I'm going to stop saying I'm not being disrespectful. Fuck all that. I ain't saying all that no more. Um, they were going to, like, the concerts where you, like, dress up kind of like when you a cowboy. And because they, like, I, I, it's, it's Mexican music. I mean, it's not, it's not country. But, you know, like, they wear, like, the hats and the, and they drink, you know, the Modellos and stuff like that. And it was like, you want to come? And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And so you do have to be willing to be acceptive of someone else's culture yeah. when you date outside your race. And yeah. I just don't know if I was ready for that. So it didn't it didn't go far. So yeah. Just I was gonna just piggyback off what you said and then I'm gonna let them take the floor. But like um Alexis is married to a Hispanic man. And so like I asked her, did did you cause they have four children together? And so I said, Did you feel like you cause his family doesn't speak any English? Yeah. And her family only speaks English. And I was like, well, Lex, do you feel like, you know, there's like a little obligation there? Like, in order for you to connect with his mother and his family on another level, like, do you think it's important for you to speak their language? And she like, yeah, I can I can understand. I've been around long enough now where I can understand. But I ain't, I, you know, I ain't fluent and I can't really hold a conversation. But, like, his mom can understand me a little bit, but I don't know. So do you feel like it's important to accept each other's culture and has it been a hard adjustment even though y'all been dating for you said four years married one mm -hmm. five four mm -hmm. okay i definitely think it's important to like accept others um cultures i think that if you if you don't and you want to date outside of your race then how do you do that if yeah you can't accept where others come from like what they're about and things like that mm -hmm. i just don't see how that works mm -hmm. if you if you can't do that mm -hmm. especially if you're trying to be serious with somebody like you like committed and this is potentially you know your family one mm -hmm. day yeah i mm -hmm. definitely think it's a whole new level to it like you got to understand i mean you're not only marrying the person that mm -hmm. you know you obviously with but you married into their family mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. so that's really important speaking of i was gonna ask like how was it for your families to like like, were your families okay with, like, you guys marrying, like, outside of your race? Mine, they they were definitely okay with it. I'll say in in the past, um, like, when that first came out for me, um, so, like, my mother, I mean, my mother was cool with it, but what I will say is I think, some, especially, like, my father, I think it was a little adjustment for him. Um, but I think he quickly just came to realize that, hey, like if this, you know, somebody that, you know, my son loves, mm -hmm. if this is what mm -hmm. you choose to do, then, hey, you know, then. As long then, as you happy. Right. And I think that's how he started looking at it. So going forward in life, I mean, it's he doesn't even see that anymore. It's just yeah. if this woman is making my son happy, then guess what? Then I'm happy. If um, you don't mind me asking, are your parents married? No. No, okay. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking if they're living in the same household, then they can have close conversation. Like, you know, maybe mom can be like, you know, 
Because a lot of time women have power. You know, you can influence <laughs> yeah. your husband to change his thinking a little bit. But, mm -hmm. okay, that's good to know. Okay. And what about you, Kenny? So my family is more of the conservative, reserved okay. type, I guess you could say. I am the first person that's ever brought home a black man. Okay. okay. So, and I'm the only person still that's in an interracial relationship. Um, my family, uh, so I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. Like I was previously married. Okay. Um, before Terrence. Um, and he is the father of my two children. We, we have a blended family. I okay. guess, you know, we can put that out there mm -hmm. too. Um, so for me, I believe that my family has come a long way, but no, they were not crazy about mm -hmm. me dating mm -hmm. a, a black man. Mm -hmm. um, I think that for them, it's all about how you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. So obviously in my earlier days, like my teen, teenage years, um, it was all about the dress. Like mm -hmm. if you was looking thuggish and sagging yeah, mm -hmm. and stuff, mm -hmm. like they're like, that's trash. Mm -hmm. Like we, mm -hmm. we can't even look at you seriously. Um, but my family loves Terrence. Mm -hmm. And I think that it, for them, when they become to understand like, okay, well, this is obviously who she likes, who she's attracted to. This is who's making her happy, taking care of like them children, making sure that he good right. to them. Um, they see past color and then they become more identifiable. Like, mm -hmm. okay, like mm -hmm. we can really get to know you. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think that it was definitely something hard for them to get through at first, not for Terrence, but just me liking black men mm -hmm. yeah. as a whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's different. I, I, I could understand why appearance might play a part because we joke around as, I mean, I know all races make jokes, but um, we joke around when it comes to saying things like, oh, if he got locks or if he, mm -hmm. you know, is sagging like it might be somebody's style to like to, they like to say mm -hmm. I'm a black woman and I don't care for sagging. So it's not even a color thing. It's about what you prefer, mm -hmm. and I think your appearance will make make a difference. Mm -hmm. It like you know you might date a guy who he likes wearing button ups and khakis and Sperry's, and I might be like I don't like them Sperry's, you know. Mm -hmm. So it just mm -hmm. it really does depend on what you accept. But I know that had to be possibly challenging for you did you ever feel like well if y'all not gonna accept him i'm not gonna be around or was it like did you ever feel like you had to choose no nah, because at the end of the day like who i love is who i love you like it or leave it mm -hmm. and i gotta say that it wasn't more so on my end but in my previous marriage um i had a i'm very blessed that i'm i married now to someone whose family accepts me and loves me wholeheartedly mm -hmm. okay i never for one minute felt like they was looking at me because of the color of my skin mm -hmm. um i can't say that on the other end of things so mm -hmm. i was in a 13-year relationship with my children's father um we obviously dated for eight years and we were married for five and their family like i literally to this day will never forget the conversation where his mom looked dead at me and was like um, he need to be with a black girl. Like, mm -hmm. she never accepted me for who I was and couldn't get past the fact that he wanted a white girl. Mm -hmm. So it was very challenging. So I've been on both ends of the spectrum now versus then. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it was hard. Yeah. You know, I, I don't... Families can be 
it don't even got to be color. Families, they're going to feel how they feel about their baby. They're going to feel like they got to protect you. That's why I asked him how did he feel on being accepted. But because this is not y'all first, you know, interracial relationship, I think it makes it a little different. I'm going to tell you this. If I brought home... If I brought home a different race, or let's just say a white man, I don't think nobody would have a problem with it. I think people would be shocked, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people consider me very pro-black. Mm-hmm. And we're going we gonna to get into all that. We, we're not even looking at the questions. I but, know. Okay. Um, I was going to just... Yeah, that's, that's kind of like, but am I not pro-black because I, I'm in love with an Asian person? That's exactly what I was about to like, ask. Well, you I, think, still be both, I right? think what it comes into play is people feeling like when you're in the same race, you understand each other and where each other come from in the struggles. And I'm not saying that you can't understand... If I'm a, a black woman, I'm not saying as a white man you can't understand. You can, what is it, empathize or sympathize? Yeah. Yeah. What's the word? But it's like this. Let me say this. It's like this. And we're going to go there because we're talking about race. If I get, if I get, if I come into a place and they don't want to, they don't want to um, service me, not service me, but uh, pay me any mind. Like, um, it's this, I don't want to say it's called anthropology. I'm not sure. I was in a mall. Anthropo- and, we, uh-huh. and we went into the stores, and um, my friends was like, they didn't come over and speak to us. Now, I'm talking about this, like, this this past month or so. And I know they saying, like, well, maybe they just didn't see y'all, or, mm-hmm. but other people came in, and they were a different race. And what I think it was is because they felt like, are they going to spend money? And it's like you start getting certain stereotypes. Yeah. So you get different treatment. So if you date in a different race, the other race might think, oh, babe, you're overthinking. That's not what it is. But are you going to understand that, no, maybe I'm not overthinking and it is this? Because mm-hmm. race is big. Like, I meet some people still to this day who feel like it's not that big of a deal. Well, I mean, it it it, it can be. Mm-hmm. It can be. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So for clarification, I wanted to ask the question. You guys' children together are biracial as well, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So, I guess, wait, I guess, because I'm still, because I definitely think family um, plays the deal breaker. Yeah. And so, for, for me, I, like, I identify as a black woman. But my when I be laughing at my genetic makeup, because I be thinking, if I get my my 23andMe and my Ancestry.com back, I'm probably not as black as I think I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me tell you why. So my dad, my biological father, is Canadian. He is black. But my grandmother is Indian, white, and a whole bunch of other stuff. She can, she can give me the whole history line, but I be like, Grandma, you lost me back in 1800, girl. I'm lost. I can't follow <laughs> And then on my my mom's side, my grandmother is black. My grandfather is Indian. So I just be wondering, like, I just think about, like, dang, like, genetic makeup. Like, it's just, I, honestly, I hate, unfortunately, I feel like we live in a world, I hate race. I just, and I, luckily, I feel like I have, like, a well-informed and educated family. So it ain't, like, when, like you know, even for my stepdad, like, in the beginning, now, my grandma is the true definition of, like, pro-black. Black is it. It ain't no other way to go. But my grandma has also had a history of trauma and experiences. Like, my grandma lived in a time where she had to go to a certain school. She had to ride certain buses. She was called certain names. 
So I think that's just, you know, generational trauma history, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, I just, you know, try to also educate my family. Like, you know, and it ain't my job to do that. But, you know, I and I was going to ask you that. Like, did you ever feel like it was your job to educate your family like, hey, you know, kind of get with the times. This is kind of like the way of the world now. Like, did you feel that obligation? But to also recognize and like, I don't have to put that pressure on myself because it ain't my job, you know. But anyways, mm-hmm. my whole point is saying it. I, I hate. We live in a world where we have to call it what it is. Unfortunately, we lived in a world that's built off of racism and it became capitalism. It came a whole bunch of other things. But getting into the genetic piece, I think about children who are black and white, mm-hmm. who are Asian and black. And mm-hmm. I went to school with kids. I'm not trying to be funny, but we don't got the same struggles, little mixed girl. And, and I'm not saying you're not black enough. I'm not saying you white enough, but we don't got the same struggles. And that could be hair. That could be, you know, light skin privilege. And granted, to a lot of people, y'all, I'm... If, you well, know now we're getting into colorism. Now we're getting into colorism. Mm-hmm. You know, to a lot of people, it's like light skin men. But at the end of the day, I don't get to pick or choose my race. That's already identified for me. You know, and I feel like it's a privilege when you can say, no, I'm white today or I'm black today. So I just feel like... <laughs> but then I feel like it, when I met Neontae's old roommate, Kendra, who's mixed, and... She's she, talking about college. Yeah, college. Mm-hmm. She told me like, about the hardships of being a biracial child. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And like, we never, never... We never seen seen it like it was an issue. Like, even though she had a mulatto tattoo, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. Even though she had a tattoo, she was on some stuff like... And Y'all I don't realize how hard it is. How hard and it I was is thinking, because girl, hard you, don't feel, you don't feel like you fit in. Like, I don't... You got all boys, right? Y'all got... Yes. Oh, yeah. y'all got boys. Okay. And so, it's different. It but is I different. But I did have... I, I do have a cousin who's mixed, but growing up, he always said... I don't feel black enough, and, and I, don't I don't feel, feel white, white enough. And I know you, you. I don't know if y'all ever had that talk, or if they've ever experienced that, or they've ever said that. But it's gonna always be a thought because they're gonna go to school, and, and people depending gonna on what school them. they get, if they That's had a true. predominantly black school, they're gonna say something or about them being. Yeah, but if they had a predominantly black school, they're gonna say something about them being, being a light. pretty boy, being yeah. light. If they had a predominantly white school, they gonna look at it. And I just hate that, but I think it's also with the times too. But my cousin, he would come down here and he'd be like, <laughs> it's not funny. He'd be like, I want this CD, I want this CD, I want this CD. We used to be like, he played, he used to play hockey. We don't play hockey. <laughs> no, I'm joking. See, but no, you know. No. But see, my dad is Canadian, so hockey is like a, a thing. thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like culturally. He used to play so. He used to play hockey. And he'd come down here and he'd be like, I'm about to play basketball. And we used to be looking like, why you feel like you got to play basketball? Like that was him and him going through his identity, like feeling like, Trying to I just want to fit in. Right. And he wanted CDs. He wanted to cornrow his hair. He got that soft curly like, hair. Stop. Your braids ain't going to hold. Ain't no jail See, for and that. this is us <laughs> and, you know, black cousins being funny, being like, your braids are not going to whole Justin, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'ma do it, I'ma do it. And it just it made me feel like, damn, everybody always trying to fit in. Yeah. Like no matter what, what race color. or color. How dark, how like we how, how yeah. Oh, that you go through. Because if it ain't braids, we trying to straighten our hair. So it's like it's, it's always something. We have a our middle teenager, uh my biological son, I think he's going through that identity crisis right now. Okay. What like, what's the makeup of their schools? So I would say their high school right now is predominantly black. Okay. okay. Um, from what I've seen, uh-huh. uh, from what he has spoke on, is more predominantly black and Hispanic. Okay. At okay. His school. 
So what makes you feel like he's kind of going through that right now? So, okay, so my son is as Casper as me. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, just all the way real, my children are very white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and their dad is... Terrence calls him yellow. Okay. That's a colorism thing because yeah, we are dark skin. Yeah. We, yeah okay. I mean, so he's like, yeah, well, I mean, you, you got the dark now. Like, yeah. He was yeah. like, you like the yellow. Chocolate, like, huh? <laughs> but so, but if you look at my children's father's family, he is the light. So he has a twin and his sister is probably like your complexion, D. So she's light skin, but she can, she even looks more black than mm-hmm. he do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at his whole family and like, they dark as you, meaning mm-hmm. um, very like predominantly black. So I think that even my son growing up, like he would hear his dad, like he could honestly pass for a white boy. So he got, you know, the black hair texture, but when he had it shaved down, clean cut, he looked like a white boy with a good tan. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my kids, bless their souls, like, I mean, they just, mm-hmm. <laughs> they got it honest for mm-hmm. me. Um, I asked my son, I was like, Grayson, you know, if someone asks you, are you black, are you white, what do you say? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, mama basically identifies white because that's what I look like. Mm-hmm. Like if people ask me, they gonna look at me. Like if I say I'm black, they gonna laugh at me. Um, But he was like, honestly, I feel like I'm black because, you know, my dad's black. Mm -hmm. And so, like, his his father, he would get pissed off if someone, like, called him a white boy. Like, no, I'm black. Mm -hmm. And he would be very passionate about it. Um, But I think now my son is coming into a stage where, like, I mean, he does. I think I've noticed the transition from the school that he used to go to was more predominantly white. Um... And then transition into this, like even in our neighborhood, I think we have more predominantly black families, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Um, so I notice, you know, who he hangs around and everything else. And mm-hmm. like, girl, I about yanked him up the other day because he come out from the bus and like was sagging. I was um, like, hold up, yeah. hold the hell up. But um, but no, even just the way that he talks, the way that he. I feel like he's got to carry himself. Like, I really do try, like, feel like he's trying to fit in a okay. lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think even Terrence has noticed that. So we've been having to have those conversations. It's like... You can be... Yeah. You. I, you don't have to try to be anything. Just be yourself. Be mm-hmm. authentic. Yeah. And I think in environments like that, sometimes it's also what I think is something that we don't consider is that it's like, like you're in survival mode. You yeah. know, unfortunately for teenagers... They, they, we thrive. Well, you know, at the time, I'm thinking about me as a teen, like, it's like survival of the fittest. You know, like, it maybe if I look a certain way or talk a certain way, maybe people won't mess with me the or I won't, won't get bullied. Right. Or, you know, so if I got to look a little, you know, or maybe cut somebody out one good time, they, they won't nobody mess with me and right. I'm good to go. So it's just, I don't know, teenager lifetime, it's, it's cool and all, but it also sucks because it's so yes. much pressure. And we so pray much. that, you know, fighting doesn't come into play because people feel like they got to prove themselves, yes. especially as a boy or a man. And then it's like, I'm just out here, like you said, trying to survive. Yeah. But speaking on being uh, a boy or a man, do you feel a different responsibility seeing how your sons are lighter than you or That's might identify as white? Like, what are those conversations like? Do it feel different? It doesn't necessarily feel different. See, like my son, um, our oldest one, he is 
um, darker than her two. But so when I started coming around them, um, it was shocking to see. I had never, to my knowledge, really seen quote unquote mixed kids be, I mean, honestly, damn near white. I mean, I'd never really seen mm-hmm. that before to my knowledge. So um, I don't think that it's really um, any different. My thing with our middle one, like she was just talking about, is honestly just not just having him not to feel like that he has to to fit in because, like, a lot of the kids in the neighborhood that he was hanging out with felt like he was feeling like, okay, well, if I do this and I do what they're doing, then I'm going to, then they're going to accept me. Mm -hmm. And the things that he would say that they would say to him is like, I mean, if that's how you feel, then... I mean, are these really your friends? Right. And then, and those and that's how we would how we come at him because he's I feel like at a stage now where he's doing more following than anything. Okay. And that's where we're where the conversations come in heavy to transition from that. Yeah. So because they have like lighter hair. It's not they hair what colors? I know I've seen a few. I don't know if I've seen everybody, but they have. I don't want to say it's blonde, but it's like light. Oh no, it's very blonde. So the baby, the eight-year-old. Okay, he, I think that's the one. he's. They're both. They both were born blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Um. But as the middle one, the fifteen-year-old, um, has gotten older, his hair has transitioned from like blonde to like a dark brown, mm-hmm. and now like he used to be like straight, like straight like mine. But now it's, he's getting, like, his daddy's, like, curly. T- mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. That's, yeah. like, the thing yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, and then TJ, like, he is, like he said, more complexion. Um, you can definitely... I like the sandy, like, red tint almost yeah. to his hair. Yeah. Okay. But if you look at TJ, you can you can identify him, like, he looks mixed. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely has more color on him than my kids. Okay. So it's interesting to see the looks when we go out you know, with our, our mixed combination of families. So you got Terrence who's black of black and I'm white. Mm-hmm. And then you got two boys that are, they look white, but they are mixed. And then you have TJ who has a complexion. So, I mean, we are definitely... What does it feel blended. like when, like, because I'm sure it's a situation where y'all might walk in a restaurant and people might be like, what the hell going oh, yeah. on? So, like, how does that feel? Well, like, when the eyes are on y'all and it's like, damn, we just came to eat. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I, I mean, answer that one. personally, it I don't, I don't pay it no mind. Them. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't help who you're with, your family, what they look like. So, honestly, like there have been times where she's pointed it out, and I'll look and I'll just stare at them. Like, I mean, <laughs> is there something you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. So, and then we we just we just go on about we just we just go on about our business. I don't. I, I don't let it phase me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's probably why the relationship works so well because mm-hmm. I'm a person, I'm going to be bothered. Mm-hmm. So I'm pro- I'm more so probably like you, and I'm going to be looking like, I don't want, you know, but it's like some people might be like, well, that's what you signed up for. And it's like, no, I signed up to be in love. Mm-hmm. I signed up right. to be a mother. Mm-hmm. I signed up to, for us to be a family, mm-hmm. not for you to be like, oh, I'm this girl. Mm-hmm. So speaking on, oh, I'm this girl, when it comes to... um. When it comes to being in a relationship and having couple friends, do y'all have friends that are married? Do y'all have single couple friends? Are y'all the only interracial couple in the group? Like, how is that? 
Oh, no, we have interracial couple friends mm-hmm. um, oh, cool. that are married. So we got a little bit of all of it. So single, um, you know, his brother just got into a relationship with someone who's, you know, a white girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, and we have, like, some good friends that are, like, married. So we have a whole mix. But then we got, like, all black, you know, friends. couple friends. Couple right. friends. Okay. So, I mean, other than I mean, I think it's mostly black and white. But, I mean, we got a cool mix of it okay, all. Okay, which I do have a couple friends. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that is important. And I like the fact that y'all also have other interracial friends. So, like... There's people that you can talk to that actually understand identify, yeah. and identify mm-hmm. what y'all are going through. Because mm-hmm. you can talk to moms about it, but it's like, mom, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know the feelings I'm feeling. Okay. Okay. So, because my next question was going to be, do you guys feel judged or do you have support, like, within friendships or family? But you said, you y'all said got you, support, so that's you said good, you too. Mm-hmm. So, Candy, I met you through uh, some friends. And when I met you, I thought, oh, she's cool. She, why wouldn't you be cool? But I have never, due to my upbringing, I've never, other than school, I've never really been around white white people. people. Yeah. You know, and I realized recently um, when I was working at a juice bar that there are some white people who've never really been around black people. That's 1,000%. And so, but it seemed like the people who I was around, either they really loved me or they just wanted to understand me. And so I would get things like this. (laughs) It is funny. Because you'd be like, what the hell do people be thinking? I think that, you know, I'm just you know, keeping it high. I think that sometimes black people understand people better than other races. I feel like we don't be having a choice. Okay. We don't be having a choice, but let me tell you, so to try to understand me, um, they were young, they were young white girls, but they that I come in with my locks and they be like, yes, queen. And I be like, <laughs> like, pause. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get why you got it. I don't, I mean, I don't feel How like, you know I even say stuff like that? I don't know why you think I say stuff like that. I don't know you think I identify as a queen. I mean, I do think I do. But in my head, I'm thinking, do you think you're a queen? Why you don't think you're a queen? Mm-hmm. Like, I start feeling things like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, well, maybe it's a culture thing. Or I had one girl. Social media. Social media is really big. Mm-hmm. I had one girl. It was Thanksgiving. She was like, <laughs> she came into the juice bar. She was like, I told my mama, no, that food was bland. I said, she, I said, I ain't eating this food, and I had to get my homeboy to bring me a plate. Her homeboy was a black dude. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny because it's like, I be thinking, and, and they weren't, as they say, white girls who acted like black girl. So this is what I was about to get at. When I first met you, I thought, oh, Candy, cool. She kind of act like a black girl. Have you ever heard that term? And do that offend you in any way when people say stuff like, because... There's different now. There's black people who we say act white, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know that people might think it's not it's not right to say, but that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't care how you act, long yeah. as I like your personality, right. you know. But you give off black girl vibes. If you, I'm sure you heard it before. <laughs> and what I call it is you got soul. Yeah, and some people say, like, how people used to talk about, like, Christina Aguilera or whatever the case may be. I think it's also easy to be accepted. Yeah. That's why it should be, you know, and I don't think it's an act because I've been around you several times. Mm -hmm. But for somebody who might not know you, they might be like, oh, she putting out or, you know, Terrence, you're pretty proper. Somebody might say, oh, he act like a white man. Mm -hmm. You know, then that's just the the truth. Mm -hmm. And so... Have y'all ever heard anybody use terms like that, say things like that, or do y'all feel like y'all kind of? Before y'all answer, what what I want to know because I think this is also important is like 
how we grew up. Like, what what was your environment like in school? Did you go to predominantly white schools? Did you go to predominantly black schools? Because the culture around you is important. Or have black or white friends. Or have black and white friends. Cause, but, but see, we didn't have white friends because we didn't have we didn't go to school with white people. It was like a handful. Oh, and let me make this statement. I don't think being proper is being white. I was just, you know, saying, yeah, I just want to put but, that out there. Starting with Tammy. Uh, I, all my life through school, I, um, I think it was half and half. Um, okay. Predominantly white, predominantly black. I mean, going to schools where it was honestly right down the middle. As far as the friends piece goes, for the most part, it was black friends, but then early on, but then as I got later on in school, I did start having more uh, white friends that I was a lot closer to, so. Mm. For me, it was also the same. So when I stayed at my mom's, I was going to, like I was was out in the country, the sticks, so it was all white. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I got older, high school, it was black. Um, So to answer your question, yes, I did get that a lot. like, oh, you just a white girl trapped inside a black girl's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I don't know, I just vibed with everybody. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was kind of that girl that got along with everybody. Like, I was cool with the people on the football team, but I was also cool with the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter. Like, for me, I just, I don't see color. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, when you was asking me, um, does it make me feel uncomfortable when someone says that? Absolutely not. Because I feel like, why do we have to identify as a race when we're just... People. Just be you, like mm-hmm. be authentic, be yourself. I don't want you to look at me for the color of my skin. Like I want you to look past that. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it, it's crazy because y'all asked this question earlier. Um, I have literally been in situations where I felt uncomfortable. Like we, we'll go to like a country restaurant, right? And so it'd be like barbecue. Oh, yeah, oh, like a whole okay. bunch of white folk. Yeah, I and know about those. Like you feel like you can't even eat your meal because everybody's staring down at you. And I'm like, and it don't even bother him. It don't even face him, but it bothers me for him mm-hmm. because I'm like, the hell y'all looking at? Mm-hmm. You know, I get defensive about him. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a problem? And yeah. I'd be the one wanting to pop off. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> he always has to keep me in touch. Well, no. <laughs> He's so mellow. It's good though because it's good balance. It's a good balance. Oh, yeah. balances You're me. Not- if you you can look, all looks don't phase me. But yeah. if you start being disrespectful with the words, or you're, I mean, if you even take it further, you're trying to crowd my personal space. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But if we're across the restaurant, I'm with my woman or the family, and we're enjoying a meal. I mean, if you want to watch me stuff my mouth, be my guest. <laughs> Yeah. But then I've also been on the other respective things. So obviously, you know, being married into a black family, like all black churches. Oh. So can okay. I just can I just speak on that? So yeah. I have literally speak been Speak your in, peace, Katie. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like I have been in some where like I literally or maybe not even let's not even take it to church, like family get togethers or something like that. And this is not singling anybody out, but I have been in environments where I'm the only white girl there. I'm the only white person, period. Funerals and things like that. Yeah. And it's like, I do feel like all eyes is on me. Like, everybody's looking at me. Like, I do feel like I'm that single person. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's all about people, like, speaking to me and even giving me a chance. But then there's some who look at me like, I ain't talking to her, you know, Mm -hmm. or just walk by me like, stank face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I... 
I don't know. It, it does make me feel uncomfortable, but then sometimes I just get to the point where I'm like, is there a problem? Yeah. And I think I've, like, gotten to that place in my life where I'm just like, who cares anymore? You know what I'm saying? So, so when I, a part of my, like, so until I went to graduate school, I had never went to school. I'm talking about from elementary, middle school, high school, college. I was with who is what I consider my majority, which is black and brown people that look like me. And when I got to college, grad school, graduate school, I went to the University of South Carolina. I lived in South Carolina for two years, Columbia, South Carolina. And that was my first time sitting in a classroom with majority white people, and that was the most uncomfortable I had ever felt. And all I all I could think to myself was, if I were if the roles were reversed as a white woman, how would I feel if I went to a HBCU and sat in a classroom? And yeah. a part of me felt like I think that every white person should experience that because that's our reality of this world. Every day we wake up. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we deal with discomfort every day and we don't choose it. It just is the world that we live in, you mm -hmm. know? We we uncomfortable when we drive. We uncomfortable when we go in certain stores. I can afford it, but they thinking I can't. Or better yet, my waitress half-ass serving me because she think I ain't going to, you know, your stereotypical yeah. things. And so... Don't get on Asian people with black people. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's, you know, and it just, and it just sucks because we, unfortunately, we do live in a world where, you know, it's just based off a lot of different things. But for, for a long time you know, just having conversations with friends. And I used to say, like, you know, guys, like, I never said that I don't see color, but I also just said that I, I just wish we all could see each other, like, beyond that, like, the soul of a person. But then I had a friend really educate me, and she was like, DeAndra, it's important for people to see color because then if you see my color, then maybe you can understand who I am and why I feel the way I feel and why I think the way I think. So when you are the only person at a cookout and you're a different race or you may identify as whatever, because y'all know this, you know, mm -hmm. and so she was like, but then it kind of helps us, like, shift the way we think about some things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, because for me, I'm the, I'm the very person who's also like, y'all, like, how long are we going to tell this sad story? Like, let's create a new narrative. Let's yeah, rewrite this. Yeah, I know a lot of people want to create new narratives. You know, like, let's try it. But then there's also, like, a, a history of, like, even for my grandmother who was like, nah, if we can acknowledge this I don't got no problem talking about all the new stuff, but we got to call it what it is. And my grandma felt like not not talking about it is, you know, like a form of privilege. And so, I don't know. I just, that's the sometimes where I just be feeling like, oh, we're going to be crying this wolf until I die. Like, I don't want to do this. And then I just be thinking about, like, my kids and then my kids' kids. Like, damn, I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. I just, I I think about, like, because um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and previously in the years I have done therapy with kids. And I've had a situation where I've had a biracial family. The mom was white, dad was black, and dad believed in discipline in one way, and his family believed in one way, and then the mom was like, I don't believe in that, da 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 da, da. And so I was like, well, how, you know, I was wondering, like, how transparent I can be with the mom. And so the mom was like, look, Ms. D, like, the conversations you think I ain't had with these family, my husband's family, I done probably had. I done been called names. You probably think that I haven't. So let me tell you my reality. And so when she told me her reality, I said, well, let me tell you theirs. Let me tell you what they probably thinking. And they don't have the language to say it in another way. Not right now. 
And then I was like, you know, that's kind of where I was telling dad, like, dad, you got to kind of step in because, you know, your wife feeling disrespected and love ain't going to keep you there but for so long. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, I don't know. It's really glad that y'all... I mean, it's really glad. It's really good that y'all have each other's back. Of course, that you're married a- now, but you were in a relationship long enough to experience whatever to be able to be like, hey, bae, I got you. You got me. It don't matter what nobody else feels. I know a lot of times in talks, couch talks, living room talks with girls, as a single woman, I've never said anything about an interracial couple with feeling like, oh, these women taking our men. Only time I... Because that's a term. We were talking about yeah. this before we started. Yeah. That's things that I feel like... I don't know if I want to use the term bitter, but it don't matter about the race of the... I mean, the race of the woman. Like, if you... I, I'm a single woman, and I'm talking to men who date black women, and they still not out there. So I don't... I'm not tripping about the race part and that aspect. It's more so we talk about it when it comes to athletes. I know you've heard about that. I know y'all know about that. Mm-hmm. But you know what was it was told to me? It was said that your school does matter mm-hmm. because half the time when athletes, you know, get to certain schools, they aren't around a lot of their race. Yeah, my And they God might brother. attract. My God, brother. Yeah. Yeah, like when he got to college and stuff, I was like, bro, you never been to the trenches, bro. Like, what you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I hear the music you listening to, but I'm telling you now, on the other side of town, you're not going to make it. That's so interesting just, that you say that, though. Cause and he's, he's black. Been, you know, basically, he's bounced around a lot in his life. He's yeah. moved around a lot from school to school. Mm-hmm. And he's been, like, would you say, would it be appropriate to say hood schools? But he's also been a private school where okay. it's like all white. Right. right. And so like for him, I think that would be really good to speak on because he's had he's experienced both worlds. Mm-hmm. Come on, speak on it, brother. Um, how, I just be wondering how you feel in that classroom. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever been called a racial slur? Yes. Ever? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought was you were gonna it say in those no. settings. No. No? Okay. Oh, that's crazy. <clears throat> but, so, and when I did go to private school, it's, like, my first day there, it was definitely, whew, it was different. It was weird. Um, I can remember freshman year, I'm walking in, and I'm going to my locker, and Everybody's got their lockers just wide open. Nobody locks them. Nobody does anything. And I'm thinking to myself, what's up with that? They're like, oh, no, we go by the the Mm -hmm. honor code here. I mean, I I get that, but I'm thinking. Not where I'm from. Nah, we don't do that. (laughs) You you come back and your stuff be gone. I mean, and, like, going to, you know, school with these, you know, I mean, these rich kids, and I was just, you know, seeing, like, I, like, hang out with them, go to their houses, and I'm seeing how they live, and I'm just thinking, you know, some of the friends that I've had at other schools, it's, it's completely different. Yeah, I'd absolutely. sit back and watch kids I went to school with. As soon as they turned 16, they get, I'm talking, not, I'm like, the cars yeah, that they were BMW. getting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was ridiculous. Um, so Don't let him play. He was Mr. Popularity in school. He was on the basketball team. and Yeah, because he's acting real <laughs> humble right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, so, everybody, he got on his hoochie daddy shorts. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but, 
No, so I mean, I, I have seen you know both 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 sides of that, but um, it's so like when I was in those sessions, I mean it. I got used to it, but yes, definitely right at first, um, it was because I could probably count from ninth to twelfth grade. Probably count on two hands the number of it's like as far as just the high school part. Mm-hmm. Count on two hands the number of black people that it was. Um, like in the whole, like in the whole high school at the ninth private school that right? I went to. Ninth to twelfth. Yes. You yeah. know what? Because we, I think for me, I think. As a, you know, as a black woman, I just be forgetting it. Like, all black people don't have the same experience, mm-hmm. too. You know, but a lot of, obviously, the people I go to school with, we all, regardless of where we were from, we all kind of went to, like, Title I schools. Ain't nobody go to no private school. Matter of fact, the private school kids were sneaking to our football games. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, for us, I'm like, because they get in the culture. They, you know, it's turnt here. It's it's exciting here. I guess, like, something that I just always wanted to know, like, and because y'all are, like, parents of, like, biracial children, like, and I, okay, so if if I'm hearing y'all correctly, the oldest one, who's the darker one, he identifies as black, but the two younger ones identify as white. Correct. So like, <clears throat> okay, so these are kind of the things that was going through my mind. One, I know sometimes white people feel like if you got a drop of some kind of other blood that ain't yours, that's what you are, and then. For black people, we like you black. You just you just light skin. You what 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 we used to call light skin? Not red bones, but I'm, not lotto ish. But mm-mm. don't ask me because okay, I'm gonna well, say I something. Re- I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, if it ain't red or yellow, then what is it? Now I will. I be I be real transparent. I mean, because colorism can be, real. you know, because you are amongst black people, I know you have experienced colorism. Because I don't hear white people say, oh, she's olive tone and she's she has a red undertone. Y'all don't talk about that. Yeah. You know, but as black people, we will name you every shade from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And as a dark woman, I'm, I'm that person who will do that. But it like, ain't our fault. It's not our fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, from the... Paper bag, the the um, brown paper, paper bag test mm-hmm. to anything. So when outside I see D, person, yeah, I'm gonna person. be like, oh she, I'm she, I'm gonna say, oh she vanilla. Or yeah. I'm gonna another girl. I'm gonna say she pecan. <laughs> I'll be like, and I'm gonna say she, she, she caramel. I know what, and I'm gonna that because I'm gonna make Mimi. every, I'm gonna make every color and shade feel loved. But unfortunately, amongst the black community, we do deal, and it ain't even black because it's Asian, it's um Hispanic. If you look into it, the fair tone women, and we've been best friends for a long time, they are favored. And I'm not saying that as dark skinned girls that we're not, but a lot of times I'm calling it what it is in my experience. Me and my homegirl, we had homeboys who would. FYI, just, I don't don't mean to cut you off, but for a long time I was so, that is not true. We are one. Like, and I didn't identify myself. So when you say you don't see color, it's the That's kind of how I used to feel. Like, I don't, and, and for me, like, my grandma is Mimi's complexion. And my mom's mom. And so I would just be like, we are all in this together. And my grandma, like, no little light-skinned hoe, y'all. No, we ain't. Because I'm outside in the field because and you in the house. Because people going to feel, they, they are going to feel different. You right. know what I'm saying? Until you start feeling like, oh, I love my color and this is what it is. Because elementary school, I was black bitch. Middle school, it was lightening up. High school, I was chocolate. You see the difference? Mm -hmm. So yeah, now I'm calling myself chocolate and I'm this and I'm that. But you got some people who don't care for their skin complexion, but when it comes to the term, we we would call mixed girls clear girls. I know that's, that's no, so for me. real. But and we, I used to be like, I am right there on the line. I'm yellow. I'm not clear. 
Yeah, it, no, she, I'm, she, I'm there. she yellow. <laughs> did but, you ever hate that? Like, did you ever feel some type of way that, you mm-hmm. know, you weren't? Mm-hmm. Did you ever wish that you were darker? Yes, there were times where I did, and there were times that I didn't. So, like, my dad's f- side of the family, like, when, when we go to Canada, me and my brother, we were the darkest ones, and my brother's the same color as me. We were the darkest ones, so we used to get picked on for not being as bright as them. And they have, like, you know, the hair, the eyes, and for me and my brother, it's kind of like... It's just, it's a whole different world, first of all, you know. And, and uh, Canadians don't call them American because for them, that's an insult. So, so let's start there. Y'all already American, so ill. And then y'all black Americans, so it's just like, ill, ill. So with them, it was just kind of like, oh, they're black. So that was the first <laughs> time we had got called things like dark skin. We had got called like African booty scratches. And I'm thinking to Wait, myself, what? y'all never heard that term? No, I have. You have? And in my mind, I'm thinking, I ain't even that that's a like, term. That's a term that Black Americans would call Africans. When really, yeah, white people feel like all Black people Africans, and Africans feel like Black people. Y'all not us. So and it, I used to just be like, a lot. it's a lot confused. And then when I would come back home, it was I was not dark enough, or I didn't, I couldn't really talk because I had privilege and because I was light skinned. So I was just kind of like, mm, okay. But for a long time, it was like confusing a little bit because at the end of the day I was like I'm black though like but her and um one of my cousins that's light-skinned they always said they wanted brown babies now I, was I thought that was funny that. I, 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 was don't, like, I didn't never understand that chocolate. they always said they wanted chocolate babies and, and I, y'all taste like how you think you're gonna do that and I'll be like girl I don't know but I'm gonna figure she it got out. a brown baby but I used to I used to joke and I, I still joke about this because I don't have kids and I say I be like God gonna send me a light baby and I ain't gonna know what to she do sure with is. it I, and I know that's so me. That's so crazy to say. Me but it's because be like, growing was, up, me, I say you don't think you're gonna do this, but you're gonna be like, I was chocolate, and I don't know. I think that's what you're gonna tell your kids. I, I, I do think that's possibly gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know if y'all done having kids, but I would love for y'all to have a little girl. Girl, get it, him on the bandwagon. That's what I keep telling you him. You gonna have to drug him. Off record. We're gonna have to do a little bit more than that. Okay, <laughs> but no, but I mean because no, unfortunately, we are done having kids. Okay. Um, I I do agree though. Like I used to wish that my boys were darker. Mm-hmm. Not even gonna lie. Like I wish that they had that mixed complexion. I think mixed kids are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, all babies are beautiful. All kids mm-hmm. are beautiful. Yeah. But like just to to be able to have that complexion. I mean, dang. Like I hate being this white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So are you tan? I'm about to say because I ain't no singer. I'll be faking and baking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I have a question. So since they identify as white and they look white, do you feel like you have to have conversations with them just about, like, the black conversations that black mothers have? About, like, getting stopped by the police or... So it's interesting that y'all ask that because it literally, you know, the George Floyd thing, Mm -hmm. um, my the littlest one, uh, one day he was with his dad for the weekend and... He was like, Mom, we went went to such and such, and they were all screaming, Black Lives Matter, and All Lives Matter, and what does that mean? And he was, so we had to have that conversation. Um, And I think that, like, when a lot of the protests and things were going on, it was really an eye-opening. So we actually both had a conversation with all three kids, Mm -hmm. obviously on different levels, Mm -hmm. about, like, well, how do you feel? How do you feel like you identify? Like, what do you see? Um... And then just, you know, talking to the older two about, I really don't think, and this is what makes me so sad, is like, if my biological son um, was to get stopped, he wouldn't be looked at as a black mm-hmm. boy because he mm-hmm. I did, he looks white. Mm-hmm. But now TJ, on the other hand, he could 
more easily identify mm-hmm. as someone who is black, and mm-hmm. it, it terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we we did have that conversation with him. Terrence, you are so calm. That's tough. You cool as a cucumber. That's tough, because I just be thinking about, like, you know, obviously we're going to have to have talks with our daughter, but I just be thinking, like, if I have a black son, I don't know. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, or one day, like, if I have a black son, like, I... I don't. Why do you keep saying if you have a black son, what other color he gonna be? I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, no, he ain't gonna I'm be I'm just giving other, her a hard I'm time. Just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I think about those conversations, and I'm just like, bro, like, I hate that we even gotta do that. It works my nerves, because both of our teenagers about to start driving, too. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was Ooh, asking. Man, like, they, you gotta think about yeah. who in the car with them. Yeah, and who Lord. their friends mm-hmm. are. No, let me tell you, the scary part is when you well, our mall not real big no more, but when Jahara wanted to start going to the mall, what used to scare me is not knowing how your kids' friends act when they're not around nobody and if they're going to try to steal. Oh, God, I can't because that's real scary. Or if they're going to curse, are they going to be cursing out in public? Like, you don't curse, curse when ain't nobody, no adults mm-hmm. around. Do you care? What's your morals? What's your standards? Mm-hmm. All that. It matters. Mm-hmm. Knowing your, your, your kids' friends matter. The yeah. ones that's at school, it matters. That peer pressure is real. Peer pressure is crazy. I hate it. And social it's media. It's just getting worse. And social and media don't make it better. No, it doesn't. So let's talk about let's talk about uh childhood just a little bit. We're gonna wrap this up real soon. Cause I have to bring this question up because I've always kind of heard it. Do you feel, I'm gonna ask you, because it's more so for a, a black man question. You ever heard people say stuff like when black men date outside their race, it's cause they got mama trauma? Or they um I don't think I've they, ever heard that. Okay, that they have either, like, mama issues or they have had bad experience with black women. Do you believe that? I don't. You don't? No. Mm-hmm. So you had good experiences dating black women? Well, what I'll say is, is, I mean, there have been black women in my life, but not on a serious level, so to speak. But even aside from that, I, like I said, I still don't, you know, believe in the, Okay, well, you know, I have issues over here, so that's why mm-hmm. I choose to. They, I I don't believe that okay. at all. No, I okay. don't. I don't believe that. All right, I had to amp it up the last five because mm-hmm. I know that's a question that people be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I've heard it. Okay, okay. Like people be like, oh yeah, that's why they because they got mommy issues, auntie issues, or I heard issues. people say stuff like they don't like the delivery or the aggressiveness in that other oh, races yeah. are more submissive. Yeah, I have heard that. You ain't never heard of other races are more submissive? I mean, I've heard that, but even still, I mean, for me personally, I can different. just speak for me, mm-hmm. that's just not, that's not what it is. I, yeah. I, I don't right. believe that, so. Yeah, and you know, it is different for <clears throat> each person. That's and true. And I think it's ignorant, too, to also be like, you know, I black women 50, don't know 50. how to be submissive, but all the other women do. First of all, because trauma in life happens to everybody. Right. And yeah. that changes people. So, you know. And then a woman has to feel secure in her situation in order for her to want to submit to any man. I got to trust that you can lead me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are. But mm-hmm. I need to know you you can handle these whatever, these finances, these kids. You're going to be able to take care of me. if You know, it's, gonna, it's a healthy balance and a healthy partnership. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But it's also about how deep you are with your partner, too. Like, I mean, just being previously married... There are so many, everything is just so different with this man. But in, I say that the best way possible. Yeah. So it's all about at the end of the day, 
how your partner really is in tune with you, mm. how well you really, like, on that deep level, mm-hmm. you get with your partner, how comfortable they make you feel. Like, you can really, truly be yourself and be open-minded to new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never been more open-minded in my life when it comes to him because of how he makes me feel Aww. both inside and out. Yeah. So, Look at what you do. And you feel comfortable talking to him about, like, racism and all that and whatever we got to talk about, we're going to talk about. Listen, girl. When me and him got together... Because you coming from trauma from the last situation. situation. It could have turned you off from black men. That's what I'm saying. This man told me up front. Now, granted, we knew each other prior to my ex-husband and I getting married. So we got history. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we knew each other. So this man told me day one, he's like, I need to know everything about you. Like, everything. And, like, when he said everything, he knew he meant everything. Like, we had them conversations where it was, like, up all night. Like, we'd be got a drink in our hand, Mm -hmm. and we'd be talking. And we literally, we always had something to talk about. He wanted to know everything about me, my relationships, what worked, what didn't work, why I function the way I do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just what just drove me. Like, I'm like, who is this? Like, because yeah. I never had that. Mm, that was so was like, different. That's what's up. That's cute. I like that. I love that's that. That's cute. Sorry, ladies. He's taken, but girl, no, I <laughs> yeah, just playing. so y'all know, when we take this picture and post it, don't slide because we're gonna ride for candy. Yeah, so we got your back, candy. Yeah, we got your back. And he but will let me good. know. We got you. We got you. We got you. Not, y'all are cute, though. But y'all are cute. Yeah, I Thank really, you. I You're really, welcome. if, because honestly, I respect what the homies want to know or ask. Uh, and if there's any questions, y'all, or topics or things y'all think we should talk about too, y'all let us know. Or yeah. during this interview, before we end, we got, we'll wrap it up in like three minutes. Um, that we didn't touch on, let us know. But or if y'all have questions for us. Yeah, if, if we didn't think you were a good, Match, cause I'm. We've just we wouldn't even embarked on the, the episode. For me, too. I I don't want y'all to walk away. So something like we also want to make sure is that our guests don't walk away feeling like, dang, should I have said that? Did I mean to say that? Oh, when I said, cause sometimes when you go back and you listen, you be like, damn, I ain't mean to say that, or how people gonna receive it. Mm-hmm. So for the people that do listen to our podcast, that know us individually, you know, me and me or me and Mimi as friends, nothing was said here today that offended me. Okay. Because I don't think, you know, you guys came with ill intent. I know that nothing was done or said maliciously. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's we all having an open conversation, just trying to learn and just trying to get better. So I think, like we established at the beginning of the conversation, we all came open-minded and was just willing to have an uncomfortable conversation. Because typically when we started this podcast, we was like, let's have a conversation. Let's m- let people feel like they're sitting in the living room with with friends just listening to the conversation. The thing about it is it's recorded. So we don't get to go back and retract certain mm-hmm. statements. Oh, you're going to talk to the episode, though. What you, yeah, you talk through the episode and you you process it, but, you know, it's a recorded conversation. Obviously, we, we've gotten better as we've grown. It's our third season, but, um, you know, I'm not offended by anything that was said today. I appreciate the conversation. I love being informed. You know, my stepdad is biracial, and he don't really care to have conversations like these. He just be like, everybody need to just get the fuck along. And I just be like, we don't live in a world like that. So, you know, we have to have these conversations because, unfortunately, we live in a world where it's just a lot of isms that matter. Mm -hmm. And in order to get better, I think a part is just educating yourself. So, Mimi, what about you? Mm-hmm. You feel comfortable? You feel good about our conversation? I feel good. I just I just want to make sure in my head, I'm going to let them go first, that I said anything that I've ever heard 
people ask me or talk about with me in conversations. I think it's different, too, because we got parents here. I think the conversation would go another level if we were to have, like, a biracial child or somebody that grew up you know what I'm saying? Because then they could talk about those experiences. I just want to make sure we talked enough about interracial dating because I know we talked enough. I know we talked a I lot about. I feel like interracial dating is still because there's every relationship got challenges. That's so what let's I think. Start and I there. think they but understand each other. But I think that's also another enough. layer of challenges when you know it's easier to get accepted into a black family. I can't imagine me trying to go, me trying to go to an Asian no, house and a man family willing to accept. She that's, just said it's a lot of places she go where she's the only white person. So she might not feel like that's easy. Your personality matters. That's yeah. what I'm saying in the in the relationship. So when I sit here and I say, you cool as a cucumber, it's because you don't get bothered. But me, I'm a person who get bothered. So I probably couldn't do it in a racial relationship because I'm always feel like you got me fucked up. Yeah. Do you want to knuck if you buck? Yeah. You're going to, you going to, like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm not. Be like, I'm about to turn around. I, I think people. it, like I said, but I'll only go there if, if I need to. I mean, it's not just instant, just turn up, pop off, whatever right. the case may be. Um, for me, I, it, it, it takes a lot for me. She's the complete opposite. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's that 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 mm-hmm. balance when it mm-hmm. uh, when it comes if, to that. Because if she turn up, I can't. Because I'm imagine how y'all act when y'all in public. That's I, it's weird that I do that. But I was sitting here thinking how they act when they in public. He probably give you this look like if you don't calm down and get on my like, life. babe, who who gives a damn? Like, do this what? Like, <laughs> yeah, and you probably thinking just be mad. I don't me. know. I just don't know if I. That's why I said I don't know if I could do it. I think I've asked all the questions I need, but. If I was a white woman and I was dating a black man and I come around and that mama act like she don't want me in the kitchen during the holiday, I'd be like, girl, you, I, just I be can't bring like, a potato salad. <laughs> this is stuff that, this is stuff that black people say. I would be is, first of all, I think it matter who your partner is because I got to know you're going to have my bag. Have my bag. Whatever, when what we gotta deal with when we get home, let's deal with it. But when we we are we are a united front when we get in this house together. It don't matter what we believe in. Hold me down, I'm gonna hold you down. But I think we I would communicate to my partner if I was dating anybody outside my race, specifically a white man. No, yo, don't talk about my hair. Don't touch my hair because that is the topic, and it happens all the time. And I don't think people know that's like a sign of like disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't, don't, don't touch, touch my, my hair. hair. And then just don't, no name, no name calling. And regardless of what my, you see me and my cousins and my family do, y'all don't get to do that. So just communicate that to your family. That's I'd probably, probably be like stuff about I would my, be asking. I'd probably be worried about my boyfriend's grandparents. I'd be like... Well, yeah, that's true. Did your... Was your granddaddy? Was yeah. your granddaddy? No, because I I work um on my day on my shift that I work now we got you know we got a lot of white men and sometimes I get the vibe I don't know if you well I mean of course your family white so you got some friends whatever whatever but you get this vibe like you you speak to me you kind of flirt with me but you wouldn't date me. You wouldn't take me serious, but you might fuck me. Like, you ain't taking me home. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not taking me home. home. Like, it's men who be giving me them vibes, and I be like, like, I don't know, it's kind of, like, sexualized. Like, yeah, I'm trying not to talk about, you know, you try not to talk about black and white, but you be real sexualized sometimes as a black woman, and it's like, so I'm just good enough to... Yeah, but you're not taking me... You're not going to take me home. Why not? not That's what I'm saying. So I just don't, I don't think I do it. I don't. I don't think it I should do it. It just be a lot of thoughts that go through. Like I'm, I'm be sure bothered. it's a lot of thoughts that go through y'all head too. 
But yeah, it be thoughts. I just be like, oh, candy, you can fry chicken? Yeah, bitch, I can fry chicken. You right. can fry like, good. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, gotta give props to my mama, Terry. She yeah. uh, she taught me how to make the greens. Yeah, yeah. like that's, I just hate like, that it gotta sleep. be like that. Don't like, sleep. don't sleep on me. Yeah, I right. don't, you know, don't sleep on me. Yeah. That's kind of how I would feel, too. Don't sleep on me. I, I would like, feel like that. So. so let your mama know before I get there, I can cook. So we don't got to, you know. Yeah, I, I, I probably would be that person. Like, yeah. just let's set these rules in the beginning. I, yes, it was me. Hold it down. Rep the set. Be my cheerleader when we get in this house. Yeah, I like hot sauce. Yeah. Not, not Tabasco either. Right. <laughs> no, girl, this is stuff you see on black social media. Yeah. I'm like, it's I'm crazy. down for yeah. whatever. Yeah. I want ranch or honey on my chicken. What's yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> I like churches. <laughs> like, stupid. Then I'm going to have to be that person. But before, I before we, right, shut up. Before we go, do y'all have questions for us? Yeah, please, any. And this is an open space. Yeah, Candy, because I know you probably got a question. First of all, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was singled out. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You put me on the spot. Terrence, you got questions? He like, I got black aunties and cousins and sisters. I know. He, he probably done heard it all. We funny. No, nah, honestly, I'm good. Okay. As long as you feel like you spoke your piece, and that's all I want. Love is love, though. Love, love wins. Love conquers all. Yeah. For that's sure, how for I sure. Feel about it. Love is love. Mm-hmm. Love is all we need. If I could sing, I would sing something cute right now, but I can't. What would you sing? Michael Jackson popped in my head. <laughs> you are just the. <laughs> I ain't gonna call you a weirdo, but why would Michael Jackson pop in your head? All right. Can you sing? Girl, now. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Well, this was good. We I, gonna I, wrap I, it I, up. I hope we satisfied the homies. And if not, then I don't care. Because I know what we did. And even if we didn't, just comment on our Instagram and y'all can let give us feedback and let us know like what questions you would have asked, mm-hmm. what you felt like we hesitated on, or anything. But y'all know if we don't really care. And Shannon, you better not say I was playing it safe. Yeah, I was just going to say in it, and y'all know. They know I probably don't care. You don't care? They know I be like, I don't, I mean, I appreciate y'all for listening, but, you know. Yeah, we wrap, we're, we're, we're um, wrapping up the season. So y'all make sure y'all check out all our previous episodes from season three. And, yeah. Let's go. Thank this y'all was for good. coming Thank on. Thank y'all for coming. All right, on to next time. Peace.